2: What difference at
1: this point does it make? Oh,
3: shut up. If you've got health insurance, you can keep it. If you like your health care plan, you will keep your plan.
0: If you've got health insurance, you like your doctor, you like your plan, you can keep your doctor, you can keep your plan. I'm as bad as hell, but I'm not going to take this anymore. The U.S.
2: Welcome to another thrill-packed edition of Unite IE Radio, and where we don't have to make up the thrills, all we have to do is look at the news.
4: Oh my gosh, what a roller coaster ride it's been for the past couple of weeks, if not year. You know, I, I think the message right here, Greg, is wake up. Up, And that also happens to be the title of an event that's going to be happening at the Republican National Convention with speakers Milo. Now, most people know him by Milo. I don't know. Do I even give a chance? Do I even try to say his last name? Ianopoulos. Ianopoulos. Pam Geller with special guests and Coulter. And Gert Wilders, Roger Stone, the guy with the Nixon tattoo is going to be on his back. But they are holding this on uh, during the RNC 2016 a wake up party, saying, "Hey, out there, wake up to what's happening." It's what we've been saying.
2: My, my invitation
4: must be in the mail. I know, right? Yeah. I wish I could go. This this is this this Republican National Convention is shaping up to be quite the party. In fact, I'm almost concerned that there's too much hype. And I'm wondering, can they deliver?
2: Well, it is the Donald. Yeah. Well, you know, we'll, we'll see if we're going to hire him or fire him. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, some really good names on the, the speaker list and others. Um, I sort of, wow, it's interesting that that person would be here, would be there. For example, Mitch McConnell, sure. uh, Senate Majority Leader, you might think he'd be there. But uh, just a week or so ago, he uh, praised Hillary Clinton as intelligent and capable, but he was not uh, not sure about Donald Trump. Well, so so, so maybe he's maybe he's sure now. Maybe he's 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 getting
4: his ducks in a row. Paul Ryan probably is one of those people that wasn't sure. That's uh, hopefully sure now. But it's interesting. Some of the guests, you know, uh, very uh, some of the headline names. Tim Tebow uh, is one of the headliners. Uh, Gingrich, Christie, Lieutenant General Flynn, and then also um, a blank for the VP pick, noticeably missing from the speaker lineup that's now been released. Is Mike Pence now? Truth be known, we had to record this show on Thursday. We were anticipating that the release of the name of Trump's VP pick is going to come out Friday. All, you know, all reporting Thursday morning is pointing towards Mike Pence. It seems like he is based on the speaker lineup uh, going to be the guy because he's not there. So, but there's another name that's missing from this. Somebody that came out early on. That was in support of Donald Trump. In fact, one of his first endorsers, Uh, Sarah Palin's name is not on the speaker list, Mm. which I found kind of interesting. Now, that could change. You know, there's a lot of dynamics uh, going on, but uh, her name's not on there. And then uh, also the neither of the Bushes, uh, McCain or Romney, are not going to be
2: showing up. Oh, now that is a major disappointment. Uh, Is it a surprise? Well, unfortunately, you know, uh, George W. did not go to either the 2008 or the 2012 convention because he was considered to be too, un- too unpopular. The others, you know, they're, they're establishment people and they're, they don't like Donald Trump. So be it. Indeed. And what had not unfolded by the
4: time that we were able to do last week's show, of course, was the response uh, to the two unfortunate, tragic shootings by police of two individuals, one in Baton Rouge, the other up north in Minnesota. Um, And then, as we know, the tragic uh, attack on our Blue lives in Dallas. Five officers killed, six injured. Uh, Those uh, funerals happening this week, one on Saturday, and then, of course, the big event, which was the uh, honorarium, uh, if you will, uh, that was attended by George Bush. President Obama, as well as many, many speakers. One of the heroes rising out of this happened you know is the Chief of Police of Dallas. This guy is amazing uh, his ability to articulate and some background on that that I found stunning, you know his son was shot by a cop
2: i didn't know that yeah his, Fascinating. Son,
4: his son was shot by a cop um th- his his brother's son was also killed in a drug related gang uh shooting so if anybody has a reason to join the protest lines you would think about uh black lives matter it would be this police chief but um he gave a great uh press conference where he said the answer is getting involved i'm hiring i am uh you know if you want to get involved and be a part of the solution come join our police force don't stand out there and rip your communities up right and you see that there's a
2: concerted effort and uh, from the president on down to uh, demonize the police and promote racial division and they they jump on each of these incidents like uh, and treat it as a further example of a wide systematic problem when that's when that's just really not so. And the the, the numbers how there's a woman out Heather McDonald has written a very good book The War on Cops and how that's making everybody less safe. And the statistics just don't bear that out in light of what they never talk about is the much higher rates of crime committed. By blacks, and in particular, young black males who are a small percentage of the population but account for a very large percentage of the crime and and they don 't talk about that, but in light of that, the, the, there, there is no statistical imbalance
4: well, and that was borne out by a stunning at least to the left uh, research report that was done by a Harvard economics professor. And what he actually found in doing this report was that, yeah, when it comes to some of the lower level uh, interactions between uh, police and, uh, you know, the black community, uh, there does seem to be a, uh, you know, a slight lean towards uh, black, individ- black people, uh, you know, being roughed up or whatever. But, they, but stunningly, he found that there was absolutely no truth to the fact that if you're black, you're more likely to get shot. In fact, he said that the statistics tilt in toward, towards uh, white people. But uh, this was a uh, Harvard economics professor, Roland Fryer. He happens to be an African-American. And he called it the most surprising result I have found in my entire career. He went into this, doing this survey, thinking, uh, you know, he was going to add to the body of evidence that there was this disproportionate uh assault by police if you will on the black community but what he found was when it came to shootings when it came to killings that we actually had um (laughs) more uh in terms of white lives
2: in fact the data shows that policemen are 19 times more likely to be killed by a black person than a black person is to be killed by a cop Isn't isn't that amazing in the 75 largest counties in the country, 15% of the population is black, but blacks account for 57% of the murders, 45% of the assaults, and 62% of the robberies. Right. So if you're a cop, one is you're, you're, gonna, be, you're gonna be deployed in the areas where there's the most crime. Second is, you, is you're going to be looking at people, well, who are your likely criminals? And unfortunately, the, it, it is going to be l- young black males. But we're not allowed to profile. I mean,
4: that's why we uh, make granny strip search at the TSA check-ins at airports, right? Well,
2: and it's, and it's almost the same kind of thing as the willful blindness to jihadist Islam as a sor- as the source of terrorism. We can't look at that because that's politically, in- those facts are politically incorrect. Totally true. We actually have a guest that's going to join us. A celebrity
4: be- guest. A celebrity guest at the beginning of the, uh, our, our next segment here. So after the break, hold tight
2: because uh, you're in for a wild ride. Quote from Ed Hoffman of Wholesale Capital Corporation, sponsor of this half of Unite IE Radio. Wholesale Capital is the place to go for your real estate lending needs, residential and commercial. More, with our celebrity guest, after this message.
5: Hi, this is Ed Hoffman, president of Wholesale Capital Corporation, your local direct mortgage lenders. It's all but certain now that we are about to see interest rates begin to rise after several years of being spoiled with historically low interest rates. But don't panic, it's not the end of the world. What it does mean is that if you've been thinking about the purchase of a new home, the purchase of a vacation home or investment property, or if you don't want to buy... But you need to refinance the home you have to lower the rate, remove the mortgage insurance, or to pull out cash to pay higher interest, higher payment, credit cards, auto loans, or student loan debt. Or if you're a senior and have been considering looking into that reverse mortgage thing that everyone seems to be talking about lately, then call me toll-free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. I'll run the numbers for you and let you know what all your options are, the pros and cons of each one, and help you steer towards a decision that makes the most sense for you and your family. Once again, the number is 855-640-2020, or get me on the web at wccloans.com. And listen to my show, The Main Event, Saturdays at 9.30 a.m. and 9 o'clock p.m. and Sundays at 4 o'clock right here on AM 590, The Answer.
0: AM 590, The Answer.
1: So untrustworthy that Beyonce is working on a concept album about you. Come on, come on, Hillary. You knew that people think you're untrustworthy and then you did something untrustworthy? That's like Richard Gere going to the pet store and hovering around the gerbil aisle. Okay? You look so shady right now that FIFA wants to hire you. Secretary Clinton. Secretary Clinton, you're so reckless on the internet that AOL has asked for us 43 hours back. I mean, top secrets? I don't think you should be allowed to handle pop secret. I wouldn't trust you with secret deodorant. Secretary Clinton, you lie so much that kids are now chanting liar liar pantsuit on fire. I can't believe you are so bad at running for president that I almost remembered who Martin O'Malley is. Since you're obviously bad at lying, let me show you how to do it. I trust Hillary Clinton. You were so vulnerable to hackers that you might want to check your email servers for fortune cookies because I'm guessing there's been a lot of Chinese takeout. You're so bad at running for president that the only person you could beat is Donald Trump. Yeah! You're so dishonest, Hillary 16 is the number of times you have told the truth.
4: That is our celebrity guest for this uh, opening segment of uh, the Unite IE Radio show. I
2: want to thank so much, Stephen Colbert, for
4: being on our show. Thank you for coming by the studio. We understand you got a busy schedule. We'll say goodbye now, Stephen, but thank you for being here. That was Stephen Colbert recreating uh, a segment of his during the Tonight Show this week. Greg, I'm shocked. I'm I'm absolutely shocked that... The uh, tidal wave of Hillary Clinton's history, capped off by this most recent acknowledgement of her deception, you know, with her email, her server, has finally penetrated the pop culture.
2: Well, and and this is just only the most recent example of her dishonesty and corruption. But what's also interesting is you can see the audience is liberal. Colbert is liberal. Typically. Right. But they all got it. They were all, they were they were they were laughing. They were
4: at, rolling, yeah. So when 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 something like this finally penetrates the pop culture, when you have a comedian like Stephen Colbert eviscerating, and I would call it eviscerating, this was this was a no holes barred Hillary Clinton is now an acknowledged liar. I think the Donald Trump name, uh, obviously he's calling her a different name now, but he called her, you know, Hillary, you know, Hillary, the liar. Crooked Hillary. Now it's now it's what? Well, he, he's called a crooked Hillary or lying in crooked Hillary. Right that that is finally penetrating the pop culture. Well, my fa you know, one of my favorites there was the Chinese, you know, uh, Chinese takeout is uh, obviously you use your email because they left behind a fortune cookie. You know, and, and and it's true. I mean, he hit all the bases there. He said, um, you know, I you've gotten so good at lying, let me t- take a try. I trust Hillary Clinton as a lie. You know, right. the number of times you've told the truth 16 Clinton,
2: 16 I'm not sure it's that many, but Right. Being generous.
4: And of course, he had to take a shot at Donald Trump in there. Um, You know, the the only person you could beat is Donald Trump. I think that the way that the polls are starting to shape up this week, you know, since, uh, you know, Comey came out and Loretta Lynch and Comey have testified before Congress, it's starting to seep into. Uh, like I said, the pop culture, the consciousness of America, that um, Hillary is deceptive. And some of her polls lately are showing a little weakness.
2: Oh, sure. And there was just on Thursday morning, there was a CBS poll that they were tied at 40% each, which is interesting that it's, it's that low. So that would indicate that there, there's 20% that are undecided at this point. And if we, for such two well-known people, that's interesting. And the, the polls also show that, That there's this desire for this unnamed, imaginary, hypothetical, better candidate out there. Of course, who that might be, we don't know, but there were a whole bunch, there were five Democrats and 17 Republicans that started the process, and they all fell by the wayside. Yeah. You know, this is a, this,
4: this, this election season is shaping up to be one for the record books. We have a, uh, a most important date coming up on November the 7th and it it, Eight. it, it is it, yes it is more important than ever for yeah. Californians to get out and vote not just because of the top line and this is the, one of the things that concerns me in California is that you know conservatives especially those that aren't quite sure about Donald Trump will not show up because we're going to have Uh, initiatives on the ballot we've got important down races you've got a congressional race in san marino county there's a a congressional race in riverside county very important challenging mark decano it's more important than ever that conservatives get
2: out and vote right and we can win some of these races even though there's there'll be two democrats that are running for the for senate statewide but there are like uh, paul chabot in uh, congressional district 31 that was a very close race last time and if you didn't count the fraudulent votes, he probably would have won. That's definitely a winnable race. And there's others these either for the legislature as well as for uh for Congress where we can make a difference and we can win these races even though the state is heavily Democrat. You're the attorney in our pair here. What did you think of uh, Judge
4: Ginsburg going off the reservation this week and making comments about the presidential election, specifically, uh, it seems, taking a couple of
2: shots at Donald Trump? Well, she made clear that she was opposed to Donald Trump. Canon 5 of the Federal Judicial Rules of Ethics provides that a judge shall not make speeches for a political organization or candidate, or publicly endorse or oppose a candidate for political office. So once again, just like Hillary, we're seeing
4: that there's a divide between the rules that apply to them and the rules that apply to the
2: rest of us. That's true, And, and that's going to be one of Donald Trump's, I think, best themes is the rigged system. Against the Washington ruling class, because people don't like that by huge margins. They don't. They think it's corrupt. By seventy percent, think there's a lot of corruption in government. They think the country's on the wrong track by about the same number. So Donald Trump is going to make that case. He's already making that case, and there is no better. I mean, Hillary Clinton is the poster child for corrupt and incompetent Washington politician. Not according to Bernie Sanders this week. Bernie came out and gave her a ringing endorsement. Yeah, was, was, that, was that a Bernie Sanders clone or avatar? Was that the same Bernie Sanders that was uh, campaigning against the establishment and the rig system just uh, a short time ago? Apparently, the rig system is okay when it comes to
4: opposing what he views as taking the country in the wrong direction. Uh,
2: what we would view as taking the country
4: in the righter direction.
2: Time for another word from Ed Hoffman of Wholesale Capital Corporation, the place to go for your real estate lending needs. Ed is a great patriot, and we appreciate his support. More after this message.
5: Hi, this is Ed Hoffman, president of Wholesale Capital Corporation, your local direct mortgage lenders. It's all but certain now that we are about to see interest rates begin to rise after several years of being spoiled with historically low interest rates. But don't panic. It's not the end of the world. What it does mean is that if you've been thinking about the purchase of a new home, the purchase of a vacation home or investment property, or if you don't want to buy but you need to refinance the home you have to lower the rate, remove the mortgage insurance, or to pull out cash to pay higher interest, higher payment, credit cards, auto loans, or student loan debt, Or if you're a senior and have been considering looking into that reverse mortgage thing that everyone seems to be talking about lately, then call me toll-free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. I'll run the numbers for you and let you know what all your options are, the pros and cons of each one, and help you steer towards a decision that makes the most sense for you and your family. Once again, the number is 855-640-2020, or get me on the web at wccloans.com. And listen to my show, The Main Event, Saturdays at 9.30 a.m. and 9 o'clock p.m. and Sundays at 4 o'clock right here on AM590, The Answer. AM590,
0: The Answer. Let's get it started. Let's get it started.
2: Welcome back to Unite IE Radio. We often quote Justice Louis Brandeis, who said that the most important political office is that of the private citizen. He also said, and it's pertinent to our previous discussion, our government teaches the whole people by its example. If the government becomes the lawbreaker, it breeds contempt for law. It invites every man to become a law unto himself. It invites anarchy. Has government been breaking the law lately? Certainly doesn't
4: seem like our chief law enforcement officers in the federal government have been upholding it.
2: Well, in terms of breaking the law, Justice Ginsburg violated the canons of judicial ethics using the T- using the IRS to uh, poe to uh, target your political opponents, uh, releasing their tax records, using the uh, personnel records to re- releasing those act records on a congressman that you don't like. Yeah, it goes on releasing uh, Gitmo prisoners without notice to Congress.
4: Uh, the 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 transgressions are many and we could also include some of the immigration executive orders that usurped you know congressional uh, law uh, you know their oversight on that that would th- those are things that should have come from that. Uh, you know Obamacare
2: now, the law is against sanctuary cities is another example and that that law is not enforced right. The whole immigration laws. The border is wide open. They're actually once they turn themselves in, the the border patrol now takes illegal immigrants to their intended destinations. They're actually flying in people from Central America rather than, so they don't have to be inconvenienced to actually have to walk or travel here by land. They're not going to fly them. On the dangerous train from uh, from uh, through
4: Mexico. Well, you know, all eyes seem to be pointing to Mike Pence being the uh, choice of Donald Trump. Uh, Who is Mike Pence? He's not a name that I don't think too many of us here in California are familiar with. And if uh, it does turn out that he is Donald Trump's running mate,
2: uh, maybe we should learn a little bit about him. Sure. He's governor of Indiana. Ah, that's a, a big has one. Has a good record. Has a pretty good record there in terms of cutting taxes and controlling spending. So on that side, that's good. I don't know what he brings to the ticket. He has a. You know, he's a fairly conservative record, but he also pretended to get rid of Common Core in Indiana, but just basically changed the name. Well, now Go ahead. Here's something I didn't know.
4: I didn't realize how long he'd served in Congress. He served uh, t- essentially two different terms. Ran first, uh, served first in, for Indiana's second district in 2001 to 2003. Then ran in Indiana's sixth district, serving in Congress 2003 to 2013. He was the chair of the House Republican Conference. And the conference, I think, is the one that determines the budgeting, right? Conference is more of, of a uh, study and policy group. Okay. So nothing to do with budget, <laughs> is what you're saying. <laughs> but he, uh, as governor, uh, he uh, did did what what started out to be we thought some good things. He uh, voted in the um, uh, Religious Freedom Act uh, for uh, state of,
2: of uh, Indiana, and then you said folded like a cheap suit. Yeah, once the publicity came on and uh, the the national media and the the, the pro. Gay rights lobby. He quickly folded like a cheap suit to take away protections from people that would say, "Okay, fine. There may be gay marriage by by Supreme Court fiat, but if you, if you're a business, you're a four-hour arranger and photographer, you don't have to go uh, perform and your work at a gay wedding." And he fo- he folded on that. So he folded on that uh, like a, like a cheap suit when the pub- when the heat came on. And that's not a good sign. And this is once
4: again where you had large companies. You had Apple CEO Tim Cook and Salesforce CEO Mark uh, Benioff uh, condemn the law and saying that it would halt its expansion plans in the state. Angie's List announced they would cancel a $40 million expansion of their Indiana uh, in Indianapolis-based headquarters due to concerns over the law. Same thing you saw unfold in uh, North Carolina, essentially, when uh, – in that state, they uh, voted in to affirm right. the that, bathroom.
2: Right. That governor said that, that our, our our principles are not
4: for sale. Right. And he stood firm. And so far, he did. that has not changed, despite uh, the pressure from uh, Pop... Artists, uh, rock and roll stars, who hypocritically perform in countries where women's rights and gay rights are
2: uh, subject to some question, they'll, they'll 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 perform in in Muslim countries where they they'll either pr- imprison or even execute homosexuals. But if it, but but if you but if you can't use the restroom for the opposite gender that you're that you are, that is so outrageous to them to these Hollywood and entertainment hypocrites that they won't perform in North Carolina. They canceled their, uh,
4: their events. So that's, who, that's a little bit about Mike Pence. And, uh, you know, not a bad choice, you know, I not a great choice, but certainly one I don't think he's going to get in too much trouble with. Uh,
2: it depends on is it, is it going to help him? Is it going to help him carry out the revolution? Will he carry? Will he carry forward the revolution if something happens to Donald Trump? I don't think so. I think it's a very bad choice. But unfortunately... That's way above my pay grade. More about what's unfolded this week and what you, the citizen of this country,
4: can do to correct it when the Unite IU radio program continues after the break.
0: Uh, Uh,
4: Welcome back to the Unite Inland Empire radio program, where we tell you that the most important political office, or at least try to help you, uh, get motivated to get involved by telling you that the most politi- important political office in the country is that of private citizen. Um, you know, we have uh, been watching as all across the country, it seems like we have a fractured nation. Some of that crime uh, that has been in the headlines hit home uh, last weekend Uh, when a uh, gunman killed three people outside a liquor store here in San Bernardino, uh, taking the life of a nine-year-old boy, his father, and another man here outside of a liquor store in San Bernardino County. Um, There's been another homicide that has uh, taken place. This is the deadliest year so far in uh, San Bernardino City's history. And i got to believe a lot of this is due, Greg, to... Um, you know, some of the changes in laws. We have Prop 47, which is reducing crime levels, and, and uh, AB 109 that was an er- essentially an early release right. um, mandate designed to th- you know, thin out the jail population. Uh, and
2: overall, crime in California is up this year 10%. Some categories more, and in some uh, larger cities and in higher crime areas, it's even more than that. And I'm looking at, you're looking at the, uh, as we're talking here, the uh, article about those very tragic murders in San Bernardino. And the victims were African American. And the perpetrator appeared
4: to be, from the uh, sign, at least a person of color. It was a little difficult to see if they were either African American
2: or Hispanic. But you don't hear Black Lives Matter talk about them, you don't hear Jesse Jackson talking about these Black lives, because it's, it's, it's quite apparent to me that Black lives matter only when they serve the interests of the Democrat Party. Well, this is sure—they've completely politicized the tragedy
4: that's unfolding in in communities of color all across the country. You know, we we talk about what goes on in Chicago. I mean, every. Every Monday, we sort of wake up to the crime stats coming out of Chicago. These are, you know, looking at those total numbers ev- from every weekend, it's like a it's like a terror event that occurs every weekend in Chicago that takes three, nine, 12 lives, wounds, uh, 20, 30, 50 people. And yet, that is not
2: the focus of these protesters. Not the focus is not even mentioned. Right. Because, again... Black Lives Matter is a political movement to serve the interests of the Democrat Party and the left, and is not actually concerned with really protecting black lives. Otherwise, they would be trying to do something about the crime. They wouldn't be passing things and putting things like Prop 47 on the ballot. And Governor Brown has another initiative coming up in November to further put more criminals back out on the street sooner. This has long been a cause very dear to the heart of Democrats and liberals now when crime got so bad in the 70s and 80s they had to come around they had to they had to pretend to modify and uh, get tougher on crime but that, that remains their desire at every opportunity they want to put more criminals back out on the street Hillary Clinton being a, a, a good example
4: well, absolutely, and again, that's why this election is so critical. And you know, this uh, the, the whole story of, of how, why you know, this a uh, nine-year-old Trayvon Williams and his father, uh, Tray Van Williams, um, twenty-six. And then the third person, uh, Samathy Mahan, um, this individual, this third person, Mahan, is a documented gang member. He recently pardoned felon. And so police think that this person was the intended target and the son and father, uh, you know, just wrong place, wrong time. You know, the the real personal tragedy of this story was that uh, this nine-year-old Trayvon Williams was excited because he had earned a reward, and his father was taking him to this store in order to get him some candy as a reward for, you know, doing something. I'm not—I I don't remember the details. And there are so
2: many stories across the country of this, of it's not just the criminals that are shooting each other, but the, the innocent people that are wounded and killed. And— the much broader number who are terrorized, who don't, want to, who don't want to go out at night and who lack economic opportunities. So it's not just on crime. Do black lives matter when it comes to the lousy government-run education system they're given? No. Do black lives matter when it comes to open borders, mass immigration policies that drive down the wages of American workers, including black workers, and take jobs from them, particularly lower-skill workers? No. No, they don't.
4: And, you know, it's not just in San Bernardino, uh, in Baltimore, where the police have literally sort of ratcheted back from... Uh, some of their community-based and more aggressive policing procedures in these high-crime areas. You're seeing crime go off in Baltimore as a city, uh, the highest murder rate in the city's history. It's the city that I grew up in. Uh, Just this past weekend, there was another father uh, who was taken in a drive-by shooting. And at the candlelight vigil for this father of two, there were five people shot at the candlelight vigil for him, none none of them fatally, but this is the kind of chaos that's unfolding in these cities where these uh you know I don't know any other way to say it these democratically run cities like Chicago, like Detroit, like Baltimore, like Ferguson. It's just it's it's amazing what you know how connected these areas are. To, I mean, you had San Francisco here. We've got we had an election not too recently uh, where the individual that crafted Proposition H, which was to uh, essentially ban all handguns in San Francisco in 2005. This is this is a city that wants to literally disarm itself. And it has, you know, some of the high some very high crime areas
2: as well. It's, it's crazy. Right. Uh, that's liberalism. But that judge got elected in Riverside County, by the way, and that's, uh, that's, 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 that's very unfortunate. And you know, we could talk, and maybe we'll talk in our next segment about uh, the Democrats' efforts to take away our Second Amendment rights and restrict our rights to own firearms and defend ourselves, and whether that's, uh, what's behind that. Time for a word from All-Star Collision, the place to take your car when you have an accident, because they are truly the kings
3: of wreck and roll. Back after this. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All Star. For over 20 years, All Star Collision and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. They offer free pickup and delivery, free estimates, and they're approved by all major insurance companies. They repair aluminum and fiberglass bodies with computerized frame straightening to get your car or truck back to factory spec perfection. You'll have your vehicle back fast and in showroom condition. Safety checked, washed, and detailed. Fluids topped off with a lifetime warranty on paint and repairs. So exercise your freedom of choice and call All-Star Collision the kings of wreck and roll at 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. 951-279-9161. All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161.
0: AM590. The Answer.
1: This is Senator Mike Morrell asking you to tune in to Unite IE Radio
2: every Saturday at 4 o'clock. On AM 590, The Answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio. We should mention, I mean, what, the, what the heck is Unite IE? I mean, we, we, we say that every week, and some of our people know what that is, but some of our listeners might not know what Unite IE is. You know, we spent, when we first
4: started the radio program, we spent quite a bit of time, every uh, show, just uh, talking about it, and we've gotten, it's a good great idea. What is Unite IE?
2: Unite IE is a coalition of more than 20 conservative groups in the Inland, in the Inland Empire, Tea Party groups, the Iraq for America chapter, uh, Republican groups, and Oath Keepers and others. They're coming together to turn what we call isolated pockets of resistance into a united front for truth, liberty, justice, and the American way and it seems to be working we're getting a little traction we've actually got some folks from various
4: groups that ran for political office uh this last time around um you know people that ran for central committee uh people that ran actually as writing candidates for a couple of different assembly offices i ran for central committee for riverside and ended up getting uh to my surprise uh was the third largest vote getter for the 60th assembly district but To bring it uh, forward to, you know, what are we doing now? You know, we put on a conference every year, uh, the Unite I.E. Conservative Conference. Uh, Last year, we had three, uh, two governors and a a, uh, uh, potential, all potential candidates, uh, you know, as speakers, Bobby Jindal, Rick Perry, Carly Fiorina. Uh, The year before that, we had Dinesh D'Souza and Coulter this year. uh, A great lineup of speakers, by the way. We are going to be doing another Unite IE Conservative conference next year. We're actually in the uh, process of finalizing the dates. And uh, next year should be exciting because one way or another, we'll have a new president. And we will know what we need to do by next year. And, uh, yeah, so these are groups all across the Inland Empire that realized, we realized at one point that in 2008, we basically got out organized. The reason that President Obama was able to get elected was he 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 converted his community organizing skills uh, that were that he fine tuned in uh, Chicago. And took them nationwide. Used social media. Uh, used uh, you know groundbreaking techniques, if you will. Was able to get elected based on his ability to community organize. And if anything, we should learn from the last two elections, two thousand eight and two thousand twelve, is that community organizing is the key to successfully advancing. Um, you know, in our case, a very uh, limited government. Uh, you know, debt-free future, uh, personal liberty type of a a belief system.
2: Well, and then 2012 in particular is that was their targeting and their organizing, electronic targeting and identification of voters was crucial because the headwinds were really against Obama. He had had a terrible record. The economy was doing poorly. Uh, Overseas wasn't going well. It's gone and become a disaster. The foreign policy since he was reelected, 2008. He had the advantages of really the the whole climate, the, the headwind, the the winds right is back politically, given the uh, crash, going into recession, the war in Iraq, which had become very unpopular. In fact, if, if it hadn't been Obama, I think the a, someone else could have won that election by more than what Obama did. So we've had our own political climate change. Right, now can we do this? And when we got to do this locally is that we think that as an individual patriot who wants to do something to save this country, you're more effective if you're part of a group of fellow patriots. And then the groups are more effective if they are working and collaborating together. And that's what we are in Unite IE. And you
4: know, it's unfortunate too, because that word patriot has gotten so demonized by the left that it's almost like people, it's like, you know, but basically a patriot is
2: what, Greg? It is someone who believes in America. Their own country, another country, but it believes in the principles uh, that made America great and recognizes that America, no country or any person or any institution is perfect, but recognizes what a unique and special place in America is and what an exceptional place because of the principles on which she was founded.
4: I sum it up like this for people: What's the difference between the left and the right? Essentially, the left believes that government is the solution. The right, and I think the patriot, believes that the individual is the solution. And slowly but surely, because the left has been been in charge, especially over the last seven and a half years, we are seeing how 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 out of control government has grown. At every turn, they say government is the solution. So when it comes to guns, the solution is the government. Get rid of them. When it comes to education, the solution is a nationwide platform for uh, curriculum called Common Core. When it comes to the environment... The solution is a government agency called the EPA that's gone out of control and is actually now uh, ruling over waterways that don't even exist except for every hundred years. Uh, it's a Bureau of Land Management which has been gobbling up private land over the last fifty years to to the point to where you know eighty-five percent of Nevada is now owned by the federal government.
2: All right, and here in California, with it because of high housing prices created by. Government policy, their new solution is more centralized government to take away the ability of cities to control their own development and planning such that they can, the state can come in and force you to have high density, low income housing in your city, supposedly to try to reduce housing prices, which I said, I mean, they're they're because of government policy. To begin with,
4: and we'll never see lower housing prices if things continue the way that they're going. I was I was visiting with somebody that works for the Building Industry Association not too long ago, Uh, had dinner, and uh, he was sitting next to me, and he was going through the various different um, fees. That are charged for a developer to build a new house, and they total anywhere from fifty to seventy-five thousand. So before, you know, you even get a, you know, you begin to market a house, fifty to seventy-five thousand dollars of the price of that house goes to uh, sewer hookup, water, electrical, uh, permitting fees, environmental survey fees. I mean, fees on top of fees.
2: It's ridiculous. This an example I have a, of a client that's developing a little project uh, here in California, and some, some neighbor saw somebody working at the property at, at early in the morning, and it called in to the police, and of course there was no problem with that. But the city decided, well, they're going to tack on an extra $3,000 deposit because of that. It's crazy. Yeah, and, and just another just these little examples of this that the uh, assisted living place where my mother was is they wanted to replace the sliding glass door that led to the backyard. The the, the city in this case Walnut Creek, California, was going to charge them about two thousand dollars in fees just to approve their sliding glass door. I guess they didn't put the sliding glass door in. No, they they uh, said, well, we'll we'll make do with the one that we have. Right. So yeah, and then multiply that by hundreds or thousands of times more every time that they can try to ding you out a little bit more money, they do. So we have some folks
4: we started off this segment talking about Unite IE and as always we seem to you know go down the rabbit hole of what's uh, what's going wrong right now but we have some folks that have gotten involved and they're actually going to be at the Republican National Convention as delegates so we'll share with you their names who they are and uh, you know just give them the acclaim I think that they deserve for stepping up in a big way cuz this is no this is no small venture if you're going to be a delegate at the Republican national convention there's a little bit it's a little bit pricey you know you're going to be paying your own airfare you're going to be paying for your own hotel you're going to be paying for your own food there and so we really appreciate these people stepping up in a big way to be a part of the solution we'll tell you who they are and what they're doing when we come back after
2: a word from our sponsor this half hour all-star collision the place to take your car when you have
3: an accident because they are truly the kings of rock and roll back after this When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All Star. For over 20 years, All Star Collision and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. They offer free pickup and delivery, free estimates, and they're approved by all major insurance companies. They repair aluminum and fiberglass bodies with computerized frame straightening to get your car or truck back to factory spec perfection. You'll have your vehicle back fast and in showroom condition. Safety checked, washed and detailed. Fluids topped off with a lifetime warranty on paint and repairs. So exercise your freedom of choice and call All-Star Collision. The kings of wreck and roll. At 951-279-9161. Mention AM five ninety and get a free rental car for up to five days or a hundred dollars off your repairs. 951-279-9161. All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. Let's
0: get it Welcome
4: back to the United Inland Empire radio program, where we talk about the most important political office and encourage you to get involved, that of private citizen. That was, uh, a, that was a quote from Judge Brandeis, who was one of the most famous Supreme Court jurists.
2: Right, Greg? Yes, now from the early 20th century. And some of our people are getting involved, and they're going as delegates to the Republican Convention. Yeah, very
4: excited about this, because we'll be able to talk to some folks and get a, you know, not a not a colored... Uh, impression of what's going on or is stilted, but an actual, uh, you know, and we'll, we'll have them on the show next week. Uh, so tune into that for, uh, you know, their experience, but let's go through some of the folks that uh, are going to be there and kind of celebrate
2: them and brag on them. Yeah. We got uh, Kathy Ponce uh, from from the tea party, uh, the Fontana tea party Patriots. And we have uh Lenny from the Mountain View Republican club. Yeah, Ben Clymer who's not officially associated with any of the groups, but uh Rivers you know, yes he is. He's
4: the uh president of the Riverside Lincoln Club.
2: Oh. I don't I, I don't I don't I don't travel in such quite uh, high circles. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, Ben has really got involved in a big way and uh, very, very, very proud of the work that he's done. And then uh, they're, they're going as delegates. And then we have somebody, you know, one of the things that Donald Trump did, and he did this at Costa Mesa, and he did this when he was in Los Angeles at the Lux Hotel doing a press conference. And I think in a couple of other places, and we did it, too, at the Unite IE conservative conference. And that is we brought up uh, Robin Vidston and her team that ca- that carried the banners of what what they refer to as the stolen lives quilt. These are individuals who have been killed as the result of uh, either being, you know, hit in car accidents, drunk drivers, or, uh, you know, gun violence. Um, but they've been killed by individuals who are illegally here, illegal aliens. And in some cases, if not many cases, these are individuals who have had multiple brushes with the law. People who have even been deported like Kate Steinle, Uh, who was killed by somebody that was deported five or six times uh, and had committed other felonies. Um, These individuals that shouldn't be in this country or should be locked up. And so they've been carrying the, uh, the banner of the Stolen Lives quilt and the person that is also going to be speaking at the Republican National Convention uh, from Moreno Valley is an individual whose son was mm-hmm. killed and is is featured on one of these Stolen Lives quilts.
2: Yeah, Sabine Durden, and uh, she's she's taken that the grief as a mother whose son was killed and trying to turn that into so other mothers don't have to experience the same grief. And these are all people who whose family members would be alive today if the government enforced our immigration laws. Absolutely. And it's
4: it's so important because we were talking earlier in this segment about how federal government has become lawless, deciding uh, almost what do they call it? Prosecutorial discretion, which laws they're going to enforce and then creating other laws out of whole cloth that don't even belong there. One of those, of course, is the sanctuary cities that are enabled uh, that are allowed to essentially house individuals that are known to be here, but aren't turned over. To the federal government, in order to you know be
2: deported. Right, sanctuary cities are already illegal under federal law, but nothing is done to enforce federal law. And it's one of, it's one of the great dichotomies or differences in the, in America today is between those people for whom complying with the law is mandatory, like most like us, and those for whom complying with the law is optional. Absolutely. Hillary Clinton, sanctuary cities. And the list goes on and on. If you're enforcing immigration law, then complying with the law is optional. If you're Justice Ginsburg complying with the canons of judicial federal judicial ethics, is optional. Yep. So these individuals that we that we talked about
4: at the opening of our uh, segment here, uh, Ben mentioning Ben Clymer, Kathy Ponce, uh, Lenny Dudley, these are people that weren't even involved. Uh, three, four, five years ago, who have become involved because they see exactly what's happening in this country. We're a fractured country. We're a country whose constitution is being shredded every time Congress or the state legislature is in session. Our our liberties and our rights are continually being uh, eroded uh, based on the things that are done. You know, we just had a couple of weeks ago a series of 11 gun laws that were voted on by and six of which were signed into law by governor brown severely be, be, you know good intentions you know i'll say in, in in the regards to trying to figure out um you know how do we decrease gun violence good intentions
2: i don't concede the good i don't concede the good intentions i don't think if you look at what's happening You can have any doubt that the end goal of the Democrats and the left is to ultimately take away the right of all Americans to own firearms, just like they have in UK, just like in Australia. Hillary Clinton has commented favorably on Australia's gun laws, which bans all gun ownership by private people. That's their end goal. They can't get there in one huge step. But that is their end goal. They would chip away at taking every opportunity to deny a particular type of people, typical type of weapon, type of ammunition, whatever it is. They chip, 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 chip away on that right. The Constitution says the people's right to bear, keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. But that's not upheld. And I don't disagree with you, but you cut me off before I had a chance to say good intentions, but
4: taken in, into a an area that is, you don't take away our rights in order to f- figure out how to stop uh, violence in this country. Um, you do it by going into the communities and figuring out what the cause, why do, why do people commit violence? Because they're going to do it with, with something. You know, they're going to do it with bombs. They're going to do it with knives. We've had knife murders. We saw the over in Israel the uh, what they call the knife intifada where Palestinians were killing people with knives, uh, Israelis uh, with knives and cars. So they're going to figure out a way to do it. Figure out how to stop it. That's the more important goal. Absolutely. Well, Greg, man, where, do the, where does the time go? It, it, it just flies. We appreciate everybody who tunes in and listens to the Unite Inland Empire. You can go to our website, uniteie.com, to find one of the many groups that's around the Inland Empire that you can get involved in and begin to become part of the solution. We will be with you next week for another edition of the Unite Inland Empire radio program